0: Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, owner of NETR Inc. And we're here to talk about a new project that they just finished called the Montrose Spa, which is a convenience store and deli in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Welcome, Mike.
1: Good morning, John. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. So, Mike, the uh, Montrose Spa, uh, this convenience store and deli is uh, on Mass Ave near Harvard Square. Tell me a little bit more about the Montrose Spa and, and what their issue was, why they came to you.
1: Well, we've been actually taking care of the Montrose spa deli and store for, oh God, almost 25 years now. I've known this owner for a long, long time. And um, we actually installed the existing refrigeration system when I worked for a prior company almost 35 years ago. So, I mean, the refrigerated cases in this store, he's had in there for 35 years, John. So it's it's been, been a long time. It's been a long time. And you know things have changed in the refrigeration industry over the last 35 years. I mean, his biggest problem was you know he was facing you know obsolete parts for the cases that were in there we couldn't get parts for them. Um, the refrigerant gases that were in there for, were from the 1980s and all these gases are now they're ozone depleting refrigerants they're obsolete we've had to put in um, uh, blended gases in there that have just gone crazy with pricing I mean you know, the refrigerant alone some of the freon and stuff we were putting in these cases was two three thousand dollars every time you had a leak and the coils were getting all porous in the machines. The glass doors, you couldn't get parts for them anymore. The heaters weren't working in some of the doors. The heaters, especially in the freezers, weren't working. He couldn't defrost the coils. And you know, it was just a very inefficient system. It was costing them upwards in the summertime to $2,000 a month to run these systems. It, it was just time. It was just that you know, he knew this was coming. I've been working with him on this project for almost two and a half years now about talking about doing this and you know, trying. Trying to come up with the funds to do it, how we were going to do it, what you know, what was the challenges, what we were going to need to do it, and it it took a lot of time to get get it off the ground. So you know, but the problems were basically cost. It was just costing a lot of money to run these things, and you know, he had planned on staying in the store for another 10 years, and he, there was just no way he was going to be able to operate his store for the next 10 years like the way he was doing this.
0: Right, and then I would imagine that if 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 after 10 years he wanted to sell the store, trying to sell the store with these serious oh. seriously outdated equipment and it would be a would be a nightmare
1: yeah i had actually read one thing online and on one of his yelp reviews where one of the customers had said that you know he loved the store but the biggest problem was when he went into the store when he would take stuff out of his refrigerator cases it would smell and you know it just wasn't the most you know sanitary product he was grabbing out of these old cases and you know he he had seen on his yelp review he had actually written on there that he was like Everything is now fixed, and the store is a charm. He says he finally got rid of the smell in here. He says, I love this store. So, <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he knew this was a problem. He he'd known this is coming for a long time, and, you know, he's got a group of customers that come in there from Harvard. Harvard's not too far from there, a lot of students, and, you know, it's it's a neighborhood type place where, you know, you go in there, and you actually, you know, it's it's a neighborhood store. Everyone knows him. Everyone knows his name, and, you know, he knows everyone's name. It's, it's kind of a quaint little place, to be honest with you. That's cool. How much of the
0: store is these refrigerated cases, and what are they? What are some of the things that they use the refrigerated cases for?
1: Well, the store really is not that big. I mean, he does a ton of business out of this little store. I would say the store is probably at the most 2,000 square feet, and he's probably absorbing maybe – I'm going to say one third of the store is refrigerated. You know, when he had it. all these cases on the back wall of the store where, you know, he kept he, he, It's kind of like a grocery store type thing, too, because there's a lot of students around there. So he, he keeps ice cream in there, frozen food, his drinks, milk, eggs. He actually has a produce case, he has fresh produce he brings in every day for people. Bacon, sausage, eggs, stuff like that. He's got a variety, all pretty much everything you would see in a big supermarket that's refrigerated. He has, you know, jammed into this all one long wall that's about sixty feet down one side of the store. He keeps all refrigerated. These were all glass doors and a little thin aisle, and you'd open up the door and no one could even get by when you'd open up those doors. It was all glass doors. Okay, we've since gone to an open air case that's open now. So.
0: So, uh, talk a little bit about the construction. Uh, you know, any issues that you encountered when you went to, you know, either remove the old system or put in the new system.
1: Yeah, for a little store, it required a lot of planning because we had, you know, we had compressors in the basement, we had an air cool condenser on the roof of the building and we had all the cases inside the store. Now, if anyone knows Cambridge, Cambridge is not the easiest town to work in in Massachusetts because you need a lot of permits to do what you gotta do. Um, They require sound permits, a structural review of the roof, things we were putting on there, so. um, But basically, the, the biggest, one of the biggest challenges we faced on this project was the old cases would not fit out the front door. The front door was only so big, and the cases mm. were bigger than the door. And, you know, vice versa, with the new cases that had to go inside the store, we're not going to fit through the front door. So we had to physically take out the front window of the store, which was about I'm going to say roughly probably about eight feet wide by eight feet tall. And then below there, there was a brick structure of the building that was about a little three-foot brick wall in the front of the store by about eight feet. We physically had to remove the window, remove the brick. We had to open up pretty much the whole front of the store to get the cases out. So we opened up the front. We, we Our carpenters came in. We opened up the front. We, we rolled the cases out the front of the door, got them off into the street, got them into a dumpster got rid of all the old cases. We did the demo in one day. We had about eight guys in there one day. We demoed the roof. We got the old condenser off the roof. We got the old compressors out of the basement. We got everything into the dumpster in one day. And by lunchtime, we had actually started rolling the new cases inside of the store. And by the next day, we had all the new cases inside leveled up. And we were starting, we put compressors on the roof this time. We didn't put them on in downstairs in the basement. So, we had to go to the city, get a, um, a sound permit. We had to sign off on a sound permit to make sure that the compressors didn't have – over the noise limits, so the neighbors wouldn't hear compressors running on the roof. So we got that permit. We had to get a structural review of the roof. So, I mean, doing all this, you you need to have certain licenses and things like that to do all to do these types of projects. And then you know, we got everything in there. You know, he shut the store down for the first two days. We had everything in there in two days. He was open in day three. Uh, refrigeration wasn't running day three, but by Friday afternoon, all the refrigeration was up and running. We planned on closing the store for one week. He closed it for two days and he was up and running on friday and was ordering product on monday filling up the cases
0: that's great so he actually planned on on being closed for a whole week and then it was uh, three three days later he was at least partially open
1: Yeah, he was going to close over the holiday week, you know, the holiday time when the kids went away for school, and he actually ended up closing the store for two days, and that was it. We kind of deterred people from the store going down the aisle where the refrigerator cases were, but it was so amazing when we were putting everything in. People were coming in, and, you know, the store was closed, and, you know, he just still kind of has his friends that come in, and they're looking around. Wow, this is really nice. This is going (laughs) to look so good when it's done, and, you know, it was pretty cool, you know, when you see things like that happening.
0: Yeah, and having people come in and kind of admiring the whole process that you're going through. It's, oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, then you know, then we had to put the front wall back together in the store. That was, you know, it was very well timed. A lot of planning on who was going to do what and when it was going to happen. You know, because we had to close in a front wall overnight time temporarily. Then we had to, you know, put the brick back together on Thursday and Friday, and then put the window back in. And you know, there there was just there was a lot of moving pieces to this this small project that we had to do. It was. It was pretty amazing, you know, as far as, you know, and then from a permitting perspective, there was just, we had to get, like I said, we have a structural review of the roof. So, I mean, you've got to have construction supervisors, licensed people on staff to get these permits to do these kind of projects in these, you know, in these small towns. I mean, you know, we had to get a building permit, a mechanical permit, a sound permit, electrical permit, sidewalk permit, dumpster permit. There must have been about 10 permits we had to get. parking permits as far as taking a parking space in front i had never done a job where i got so many permits to to do a small project it was kind of crazy
0: right that's cambridge for you i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly but you know but we got it done it was it was it was a challenging project but i'm going to tell you proper planning you know really made this project move fast. And and the owner was great to work with. I mean, you know, he was just, he, he was on top of everything as we were doing things. I mean, he was in there helping us clean up and do things. And, you know, and then, and, and about, you know, I got, I, I had talked to him a couple of weeks ago and I say, Hey Tom, you know, how's things going and stuff. He said to me, Mike, he says, first month I had this case running. He says, I saved $750 on my electric bill he said this stuff is so efficient he said he said I want to put night curtains on it now I want to p-. so we went in just the last week and actually put these, these pull down curtains they're almost like shades in your window that he pulls down in front of the open air cases now because yep. these new cases don't have glass doors on them only the freezer has glass doors on it now and the coolers are all open so people can just reach in and get but he pulls all these curtains down at night he's going to save even more energy with this so I mean you know the money he spent you know he's going to get another 20-25 years out of these and you know I don't even think he'll be there at that point, but the energy savings he's he's pulling up these are basically you know they're they're paying for themselves this equipment
0: and what did you say that his overall cost was monthly for running these systems? do you know
1: I mean he was spending up to two thousand dollars in the beginning he he i i would bet he's going to be probably about 50 percent of that this summertime wow he's going to be seeing savings of about a thousand dollars a month on just on this systems alone because these are just so much more efficient there's no more fluorescent lights in these old cases and electric heaters in the doors everything now is led lighting and you know high efficiency heaters and you know there's none of these big fluorescent bulbs in there on the on the even like you know the open air cases he got rid of about 15 glass doors with fluorescent lights and heaters in there and you know He picked up so much energy efficiency just by getting rid of the door heaters and the lighting and and these old inefficient compressors that he had downstairs in the basement. We took out almost eight electrical circuits that weren't needed after we were done just for the door heating and the lights. Just as far as efficiency goes, I think we even dropped the horsepower down by like half with the new cases. I think he had like almost seven horsepower of equipment. I think we put in almost four with this, and that was it. So we took three horsepower of refrigeration right out of it too as well because of the new gases. They're more efficient. You get higher BTUs out of some of the new refrigerants versus what he had in there. It was just time. It was time for him to do what he needed to do, and he knew it.
0: Yeah, and and with uh, you know, like you said, saving maybe almost you know fifty percent on on his uh, cooling costs with these this new equipment, yeah. you know, that's like you said, yeah. whatever he had to take out in a, in terms of a you know a loan or anything like that to pay for it, uh, that's just gonna pay for itself over yeah. over the course of a and few I years. Think,
1: yeah, exactly. And I think I I think at some point he is probably gonna sell the store, like you said. But you know, I mean, I mean, Tommy's not a he's not a thirty year old guy. I can tell you that. I mean, you know. Maybe he gets twenty years out, of, maybe stays for twenty years. I don't know. But I know, you know, he loves the store, he loves the people and you know, now he's like, you know, people come in, they see, Oh, geez, I've done something to the store. It's not like the same old store that's been here for thirty years and nothing's been done. You know, wow, it's updated now. Look, it's nice, it's clean, it's neat, and everything is shiny over there. The you know, L E D lights are on. It just these are all nice black cases. They look really nice in there and just Right, and with with that
0: kind of right, and with that that kind of a local store, word is going to get around, and, and he might even end up with even more business than he had before because people are going to say, "Hey, yeah. you got to go to the Montrose Spa, and you got to check it out. Like they've got all new equipment in there, and it's keeping all of their um, you know stuff much more yeah. fresh, and it, you don't have that old smell you know anymore. Yeah. You know, and if so he might thing, end up with more business. Yeah.
1: That's one thing he's famous for is the Montrose Bar Cuban Sandwich. He's a, uh, he's a Cuban gentleman and he makes the hell of a Cuban sandwich, I'll tell you that. That's that's what he's famous for, the Cuban sandwich.
0: Well, well <laughs> I got to go been, then.
1: If you haven't been, go try one. <laughs> Sounds
0: good. All right. Well, that's a great project and I enjoyed uh, talking about it with you, Mike. Thanks again right. for talking with me. Thanks,
1: John. Have a great day.
0: And for more information, visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's seven eight one nine three three six three eight seven.